Blog Talk Radio. Whoever calls in and whatever comes of that, 
We're going to also entertain those random ideas, and we're just going to hang out and make you laugh a little bit so you can go in there and attack tomorrow. How about that? That works for me. I got to give you some rejuvenation. (laughs) We'll definitely see how that turns out. So um, I had some interesting topics shared, and then I had some not-so-interesting topics shared, but I said we would entertain things. And then, of course, whatever comes um, throughout the show, people can still post stuff. But there was an interesting, um, one of the Georgia-based situation with a teacher. Yeah, Savannah. And I found that to be quite interesting. Well, and you know how you get comments on a post and everybody's kind of saying the same thing, but of course somebody has to come in and just almost goes the total opposite. And you're like, where the hell did that come from? So on that post on my page, we had that happen. And of course the person that takes it to the other side of the conversation is the infamous DV. So DV showed up, and he took the conversation a whole other route. And, you know, it's so funny because you get people that just won't even entertain that. So so a lot of people wouldn't even talk to them about it. But um, I just I found it interesting that he would say what he said. But... Let's talk about what the situation is so that anybody that doesn't know can kind of know what we're talking about. Okay. In Savannah, there was a teacher who was working with some kids, putting up a bulletin board. And she left her things in her classroom. She and the kids were standing um, outside working on a bulletin board, outside like in the hallway. A couple of kids went in there to get some stuff, get their stuff or get some supplies, and she realized they were gone for a while. And But she didn't know why they were gone for so long. And so what she says happened is that they went into her phone, her cell phone, put in her password or code or whatever, and went through her pictures and took screenshots or took photos of her nude selfie and put them in their phone, took a picture of them, and then at some point later started to post them like on their social media networks, okay, sharing them with each other, other students. And there were kids later that came and said to her, some of the kids are showing some pictures of you that they shouldn't be showing. And she had no idea and, you know, she had no idea how they got them. She didn't know where they were, so she was going to hunt to find them. Um, then there comes the two different stories. You know, there comes one story that says they never found them. They never found the pictures. They still haven't been shown to her. She says she still hasn't seen proof that this ever happened. But then she was let go. She was, um, was she fired or was she just, um, she was well. It, it, yeah, it, uh, the details are sketchy. If you if you believe if you believe her, she was uh, she was unceremoniously 
uh, let go um, after she signed her contract for the 2014-15 school year, um, let the school board tell it she kind of let herself go after not reporting to work for three weeks after she was suspended for the first incident, then comes back to school and allows a second incident to happen with her phone. Not necessarily a new picture type of situation, but somewhere shape or form, another child got a hold to her phone again, broke into it, and did some other craziness. Okay. So... So they're saying. So she's saying that she couldn't find the, the pictures. Like she, and and the way that she handled it is a question as well. Because at first she just went directly to the kids and was like, "Send me what y'all saw then." You know, if you saw. Yeah, she yeah she 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 caught herself trying to pull. You know, she kind of, she kind of tried to you know try to pull her own little version of Encyclopedia Brown or whatever the case may be. And the unfortunate part is she did this without reporting it to her to to the proper authorities in terms of school administrators and things of that nature. Not necessarily that she had to report it to you know the proper law enforcement authorities, but you know there was a chain of command that she should have followed and she didn't. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so that's the first. So she, that's that. part of her issue. That's part of the <clears> issue. <throat> Yeah, um, well, that's the first part of the issue. Now, she again. her credibility her credibility does come into question now because right. there's the there's the instance there's the incident where she uh, where there's the allegation that she supposedly forged her 2014-15 contract and used that forged document to secure a personal loan. Hmm. So it's it's really stacking up against her at this particular point in time in terms of everything that she's been trying to say up to this point. Um I checked with a few of my a few of my readers that are in the Savannah area, um, and a couple of other friends that I have that are in education down in that area as well and you know, the whole thing stinks to high heaven no matter how you slice it, whether it's from her point of view, whether it's from the, uh, from the Board of Education's point of view in Savannah in terms of how everything was handled. Um, i got to sneak it. And then, then you've got another twist that basically turns this into a bit of a drama, if you want to say, where she's now considering the teacher who's been fired is now considering pressing charges against the children who broke into her phone, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't, I know her children can be resourceful, but she let slip, which is the other thing that kind of irritates me as well, she let it slip that she let one of her students use her phone. Mm-hmm. That alone is already a violation of your contract for starters. Second, it's a, it's a violation of the code of conduct as an employee of the school system. You and I both know this. So she's already kind of stepped in the wrong already by allowing a child to use her phone when there's an available school 
mm-hmm. sponsored landline available for her to use. Mm-hmm. Now, people, you know, people are saying, okay, well, she shouldn't have been fired for the phone offense. Okay, no, she should not have been fired for the phone offense. But she unfortunately stacked up a lot of stuff against herself by the time that the board, by the time the school board got a whole tour, you know, not not including the, oh, well, I'm suspended, so I'm going to take the next three weeks off, even though they already told her when she was suspended that she was only suspended for a few days. Yeah, this is a, as, as a teacher, this is a hard conversation because. Oh, absolutely. There are definitely boundaries. Um, one of the situations is I, don't, I, I teach in an environment with five other teachers, well, with four other teachers. There are five of us in, in the same space. And um, I have the same phone as another teacher. I mean, same out of box, everything. So that was the first reason that we put codes on our phone, you know, because we have the same phone, just in case you pick mine up, you know, it's not yours. We touch the screen, blah, blah, blah. But I had to make a point in, in when I got my phone to say to kids, don't touch my phone, period, the end. It wasn't compromised. Don't touch it. It's not a toy. It's not for your use. And I had to say that because the other teacher doesn't have that policy. I would look around. This is before I had the same phone as her. I would look around, and kids would have her phone. And they would have her phone, and they would be taking selfies. And they would change her screen to be their face. And that's so they, a problem. Mm-hmm. So they could sit there and play in her phone. Okay, so that's an issue for me because that crosses all kind of professional boundaries. You know, maybe your daughter can play with your phone, maybe your son can play with your phone, but these are kids. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I see this situation because I know how I feel, and it's so funny because kids respect boundaries when they realize that you're consistent and you mean what you say. Because she would send kids, she would send kids, hey, go get my phone for me. And it's so funny. I could be standing in another part of the space, but they get to that table and see both of those phones in there, and they would hesitate, and they would yell back before they touch either one and say, which one is yours? Because God forbid if we get her phone, that other lady phone, it's going to be a problem. Yeah, absolutely. So they know. And and so, but one of the things that I was listening or, or reading that DV was saying earlier today, even when they couldn't touch my phone, not allowed to touch my phone, I would be taking a message or something. One of the kids would come over to where I was sitting and need to ask me something. So, you know, I'll move my phone over and listen to them. And, and then they were like, well, I already know what you're, code, not my code, but my, you know, you draw the shape or whatever. I already know it is because yeah. I can tell what your finger is doing. 
every time you have to check a message, I can tell what it's doing. So yours mm-hmm. is hard. That, I mean, he's telling me, little boy is telling me this, yours is hard, though, because you always have to slow down when you do this so it's not real easy, so it has to be something like this. I mean, he's telling me he's drawing a figure in the air. And I'm like, why do you even know? Why are you paying that much attention to me? To study because how my children, because is moving. children by nature, because children by nature are extremely, what's the word I'm looking for? And, and considering my my view is a little skewed because I deal in I deal with alternative schooling formats. So as far as I'm concerned, every kid has a little bit of a, has a little bit of criminal in them. So right. you know, it ain't even a matter. It ain't in a, It's not a matter of nosy. It's not a matter of curious. It's a matter of what can I do when I get this phone because eventually I'm going to try to find a way to get this phone. And if I'm going to get this phone, I might be able to figure out the code. And if I figure out the code, okay, guess what? Right. I think I'm going to do some things with it. You know, I mean, that's really what that boils down to. I mean, because you've got, you've got, you've got, I've, and, and again, it's my same policy. When we deal with, when we're dealing with kids that, we, you know, I deal. We deal with kids in the format that I deal with that are that have criminal records already at the right. younger age that they have. You know, they have juvenile records. We already know what we're dealing with the minute we get through the minute they get through the door. So again, that's why I say my my view may be a little skewed because I deal with the worst of the bunch. I don't deal with your average. You know, I'm trying to be innocent, but I'm trying to be sneaky at the same time. That's a, that's a teacher that's dealt with that more so than anything else. I'm dealing with the ones that if I if I blink twice, the second time I don't blink, whatever it was that was in my hand or in my near area is gone. Right. <laughs> and I better have a tracking system on it, or if I don't, it's gonna get ugly. Right. Right. And you know, so, and it's it's amazing, but we. But what people don't realize, and this is this is a thing that, that I realize because I'm older than some of the younger teachers, but I remember when texting was done with the keypad where you had ABC was one and, you know, all, there were three oh, letters for every number. And at that time, students weren't even supposed to have their cell phones at school, period. Like that, there was no cell phone policy. Like you weren't supposed to have it. Kids could leave their phones in their pockets or in their purses. We would never see them, but they could text each other. They didn't even have to look at the keypad. They knew how many times they pressed that number to get that letter. And this is before you could type two letters and it would make the word for you. And okay. never pulling the phone out at all. And they're texting each other. And I didn't believe it. I was like, that is not happening. No, no, no. That's not happening. Because you got to look at the phone. I mean, I'm talking about kids that are between the ages of 11 and 14. So I'm not talking about, you know, 18-year-olds <clears throat> that have been doing this for a minute. I'm right. talking my parents just gave me a cell phone in the sixth grade, so I, I haven't even had it that long. <clears throat> but they could, text, they could send texts to each other with those keypads, not ever looking at it. And so I had to see it because I was nosy. And I was like, I don't believe that y'all do that. So I had the kids do it. I said, do it. I want, I want it to happen. So I had kids sitting in my room, and I said, do it. Do it, and let's show me what you're doing. 
So the girl comes up, she has the phone in her purse, she puts her hand in her purse, she's like, I just tell y'all I'm looking for a pencil. She puts her hand in her purse, and she texts. The little girl yeah. walks home, gets the text message. And she's like, see, she texts me. I never saw the other little girl pull the phone. So what they're capable of doing, I couldn't be surprised that that little boy could come and tell me what my pattern on my keypad was to get into my phone. Yeah. I, I couldn't be surprised. So these kids, it, it takes them no time to process and come up with this stuff, like no time. So, you know, and I said all of that to say earlier when D.V. was on the post, he was saying it's her fault for um, not being able to have a code or, or something, a protective barrier on this kid getting into her phone to take the pictures of the pictures. And, you know, I understand what he was saying as far as her being a little bit more um, protective of her personal property, but just how amazing it is that these kids have these capabilities of doing and noticing things that you don't think, you know, because you're as an adult, you're not studying how somebody across the room is getting into their device. You don't have time to worry about that, to watch that for 20 minutes to see if you can memorize a pattern, unless that's your boo and you want to see who they texting or whatever. But other than that, you have no business in there. Like, you don't really care. You don't care to do that. But kids do. That's something that's interesting. He might not turn his work in that day, but he knew my pattern was something like this, and it was hard because I slowed down at this point to make sure he got the right dot. I mean, he could tell me all of that. So I could see how somebody could figure out her pattern or whatever on her phone in the class. Yeah, trust me. I mean, that, I mean that's really where it boils down to. I mean, that, that's the, that is the weirdest thing at this particular point in time. So, you know, it just happens that way. We, you know, I, true story. We had a former, we had a former principal um, that we had uh, about three, three, three years ago, I guess. And same situation as this woman here, except it was a little bit more, uh, it was a little bit more egregious, unfortunately. Um, the student found, uh, the student managed to be in the same space as the principal and was able to pop the phone off of her. I mean, literally just slick-handed off of her. Um, picked her pocket, took it home. She didn't realize that it was gone until the the end of the day when it was time to, you know, dismiss students and all that other good stuff and things of that nature because she moved around the building a lot. This particular student not only popped the lock on her cell phone, found her pictures, posted her pictures, told her that she posted her pictures, and then said, okay, I give, you give me $500, I'll take everything off of social media, I'll give you your phone back, we'll call it easy. Wow. That's how bold. Wow. That's how bold the children that I deal with are. Wow. I mean, bold enough to take it off her hands, bold enough to sneak it out the door. And we have very, we have very, what's the word I'm looking for? We have extremely strict 
rules when it comes to dealing with cell phones. We tell them all the time, do not leave your cell phone open because these boys will steal them in a heartbeat. So mm-hmm. you're looking at so you're looking at what am I what am I what is it I'm thinking about? We're looking at basically grand theft because the cell phones themselves because the cell phones themselves are over five hundred dollars in value. So you're looking at you're looking at almost you're looking at well this I can't call it grand theft we'll call it larceny because I think it's over five hundred. Either way, you're looking at one felony already, second felony with the extortion. Right. <laughs> and then the third, and then the third, and then and then just the just the overall moral bullshit in terms of you telling you telling a grown woman at sixteen years old, you telling a grown woman that I've seen all your pictures, you fine as fuck, and you know I'm gonna make sure that my homies don't see your pictures either if you give up the money. So she tried. So so unfortunately, she had to suck it up, call the cops, call her superiors. Everybody ended up coming to this boy's house. Mm. And again, this little child, you know, this child, unfortunately, because he already had a criminal record, didn't really give a fuck about whether he was getting arrested again. Because as far as he was concerned, he was still a minor, and it would still be a juvenile issue. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's going to the, you know, it's not like he's going to prison or he's going to the Fulton County Jail. He's going to the youth detention center. Mm. And to the question of where are the parents and all this, the the parents that we deal with again, they get to a certain age. The child gets to a certain age where they go. He's 16. He's got to go to school. He's getting the fuck up out of my house. That's what we do. Too much. I can't. I can't do it. I don't care. I don't care what he does. I've tried to tell him, and I'm done. That's what. That's what it is. That's that is that is the attitude. That is the attitude that we are dealing with at this current moment. It gets really scary when they come into your space, your office. To, to conference with you and say, well, I don't know what else to do. I'm done. And the baby is 12. You're done mm-hmm. at 12? Done at 12. And they're, and they're so serious. They're so Deadly serious. serious. Done at 12. And, and I, don't yeah, deal, I don't deal with our, you know, I'm, I'm that stage before the alternative school. So, you know, this might be a kid that we've talked to quite a bit. And when the parent comes in like that, it's like, okay, we don't want, you know, your child to end up in the alternative school, so let's do something now. And they're like, I've tried everything. I'm done with this. I'm tired. This has been going on since. And then we're in that middle area. They're talking about this has been going on since elementary school, you know, with Mm -hmm. these kids. And it's like, wow. And then you hear some of the stuff that they say, you know, at 12 you're telling me that your child has already stolen rent money out of your purse? and spent it all at school and gave every kid $50 in the classroom? And you don't have a clue how that happened already? You didn't have a clue that they were in your purse, you didn't check it, and the money was gone and you couldn't get it all back? Because, of course, kids are going to say, well, I didn't get none. I didn't have it. It was gone. This is your rent money. 
Yep. This is your child that did this in the third grade, stealing out your purse. You know, and so they do. They get overwhelmed with the kids, and they're like, done. If you said I have to come take your child from you, they have, they feel a sense of relief. But yeah, that's really where that's really where it boils down to. I mean, when when you get into, when you get into when you got into the point where you've and it could, it, it's it's really a matter of the reasonings behind it. As far as that is, you got some parents that you know they do their damnedest, and the child's just gonna do wrong whether you like it or not. And that's the only reason why I say that's the only reason why I can't necessarily throw every parent under the bus that we deal with when it comes to this. But at the same time, you get for for everyone that's trying to keep a tight rein as best they can, but they can only do it for a certain amount of time because they work nights because that's the only job they have. What well, meanwhile the child is, you know, I won't say running rampant, but you you can only call and check up on them for so long, for so long and so much, mm-hmm. you know, and things mm-hmm. of that next to the point where they start to figure out your patterns. They know when you call it, so they know when to be in the house, and they know when to, you know, act like they, 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 they've been okay the whole time, you know, and all or that other good calling, stuff. Or if you don't have a house phone, you call it a cell phone, it don't matter where I am, you don't get me. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of situations where it's not even a house phone anymore. We don't use cell phones, so mom calls his cell and, or her cell and, they wherever they are, but they tell the background, be quiet, this is my mama, and she think I'm at home, and that's it. We're yeah. That's I mean, that's, that's really where, it, yeah, that's really where it is right now, because it's like, like I said, the, the, depending on depending on what you're dealing with and depending on how you're dealing with it, I mean, you know, you get you get grandma, grandma is in her 40s, mama in her late, late 20s, and mm-hmm. the child is getting ready to hit elementary, no, not elementary school, getting ready to hit middle school. That's uh-huh. already an issue that you got to deal with, you know, as far as mm-hmm. that is. So, you know, you got you got that that you're fighting against because okay, mama still won't try and do won't still try and do her, but she knows she can't do her because she did too much dumb shit when she was a teenager. Grandma mm-hmm. is like, I'm in my forties, you deal with your shit because you created your shit. I'm gonna do me regardless. I'll be grandma when I'm old and I can't really do nothing no more. Right. And it's unfortunate that we still have um, those epidemics where, because I know this is one of the, this was like last year I had a a kid whose parents, you know, you could tell mom was on something. She was drug user of some kind. Don't know what it was. Grandma was where they both lived. So grandma tried to do everything, you know. But Grandma, for one, she's out of touch with some of the things that's going on right now. She's frustrated and embarrassed by her daughter, who obviously has a drug problem. And then the son is born into this this situation where he, you know, is affected by her drug use because she used drugs while she was pregnant with him. So we we have learning issues there. We have learning issues, we have social issues, we have parenting issues, we have we have all these issues. And grandma can't do it all. And she's tired. Grandparents parent very differently than parents. It, it just is. There's, there's a, a, a difference in the generations, a gap, and so, so many things are not, um, I don't know, they just don't, it, it wasn't meant to be. 
that way. So there is a gap in how grandparents parent their grandkids. And it it was just hard because mom, grandmother, would push mom to be active, but when mom would show up, it was a scene that she was wishing would go away. Like, why did she send that lady up here? You know what she's about to do. It it, it just caused more problems, and you were always wishing that mom would just not come up there, just don't come, or only come to the after-school thing. She caused him more frustration. Because then the kids start talking about him because of how she shows up. So he has his social world that starts to become more devastating because I'm already different because I have I am the result of a drug problem. So I do uh-huh. have differences in how I am in the world. So I'm already right. have behavioral differences from other kids. And then here comes my mom acting a certain way and saying certain things that is so embarrassing and. People can tell and they ask, kids are, boy, kids are rude nowadays. And they ask, what's your mama smoking? Or is your mama on that shirt? I mean, they say these things. Oh, yeah, and they, and they mean every bad, they, they mean every last bit of it. Yes. That's the and other so part he of has, the he, he feels a certain way, and he has to deal with it because she's there. And it's just so unfortunate. It's a, it's a cycle that nobody's breaking because even even grandma can't break this cycle. And then how is he going to break it? Because where is his model for breaking the cycle? Absolutely. It's, it's unfortunate. So Ron has been very, yep. very courteous. Yes, sir. ma'am. He's been on the air. How are you, sir? I'm... Um, um... I'm feeling a kind of way right now. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm feeling a kind I'm of listening way. I'm listening. To, 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 I'm sorry. What's good, kid? What's good? All is well. All is well. Um, so I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you, and I'm I'm hearing some kid talk about the the um, alternative school kids, and I'm like, well, damn, I went to alternative high school. Matter of fact, I went to two. <laughs> like you talk about me. Like, oh shit. I'm feeling a certain kind of way. Then I hear mm-hmm. your boy like, Yeah, we know you know, these kids, they parents they work at nighttime and they you know, the kids doing whatever I'm whoa, my mother worked at nighttime. I I ran the streets. I'm I'm like, Well damn, y'all talking about me But Hey, <laughs> I, I it's it's never it's never personal, believe me. No, 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 no. I, I, but at the same time I say that to say that I the tone, the the energy that I hear from y'all when y'all speak on those things, I put myself back in those days, and I say to myself, but no, I, I, it may not seem like it, but I really don't know, and I'm really looking for someone who knows to show me. And that's what, in my estimation, most of us were saying, because if you really don't care, by the time you're in high school, man, you just don't go if you don't want to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you need to, yeah, when you get to high school, if you're still going to alternative school, that means you're saying, help me. Because by the time you're that age, you ain't got to go to school. So for you to not just go to a high school, but an alternative school, means you're saying, all right, all right, come on, show me something. But you're just, you just not attracted to what you see for whatever reason. But um, I don't know. So I'm listening to y'all, and I'm not disagreeing with nothing you say, but I'm just like, well, goddamn, fuck y'all too. <laughs> no doubt, 
no doubt, and I understand that. I understand that completely. You know, I mean, I've trust me, I've had I've had my success stories, no doubt. I've spoken about my success stories, both on Facebook and other social media formats, because when I do get them, do broadcast them. I broadcast them lightly. I mean, I, I broadcast them loudly. The unfortunate part is I don't get to broadcast enough. And that's true. I mean, but then that takes nothing away from the, the fact that you do. That you do have those successes. And, and we all have I'm like, that's, I'm like, that's the thing. I mean, you know, I've got to, you know, not... I mean, I've made it, and, and and usually, usually the and, and usually the thing is, is that you know everybody's saying you know you should celebrate your successes however they come. I get that too, but I can't celebrate a success unless that success can be, for lack of a better term, a pattern of successes. I mean, you do realize that. When you talk about things of that nature, it will never be enough. So that's like saying you got 50 kids that 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 that, that you have touched this this school year. Let's just say, just pick just to pick a number, and okay. 20 of them did good, and 30 didn't. You say that's not enough. Then next year, it's 30 did good and 20 didn't. You say, but that's not enough. And then 40, but that's not enough. But you got 40 out of 50. You know what I'm saying? So uh, 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 until you get 50 out of 50. Realistically, it's never enough. You oh, know what I'm saying? So that's, that's, that's one of those things. Like, how, how, how can you, you can't beat a ghost? You can't beat that fight. You know what I mean? No, the only thing that beats that is perfection. Yeah, you can't, and that's the thing. But the the thing is, is that whether you know whether or not you hit that fifty out of fifty, whether or not you get that forty and you lost ten, you're focusing on why did I lose that ten? That's been for me since two thousand and nine. Right, but why focus on that 10? Why focus on that 10? Because I can't lose one. Uh, so, I mean, that's, if that's the case. That's personally, that's personally speaking. That's probably the reason why my heart is on my sleeve when it comes to this. Because I'm in the fight. You, you, me, you, you and I have had that conversation plenty of times before. And the thing that I've always told you, just the same as you told me, is that as long as you're still in it, you at least have a chance. Indeed. But, Ron, you are that guy, that guy that you said, you know, y'all are talking about me. So so let's analyze <laughs> the me that we were talking about. <laughs> I don't know if I want – I'm ready for this right here. Sure, guys, yes, you I, are. You're so – Ron, you're ready for anything. Okay. You ain't, so, you ain't never lie. So let's say you're that guy we were talking about, that alternative school kid. When did you get it? When did shit register to, to you that I got to do something with Ron or I'm not going to be worth anything to not society but to myself, to whatever my legacy needs to be? When did you realize? Because see, you're you're a guy that we wouldn't necessarily put in that bubble. Because right now, you embrace some real passionate things that go well back to developing a sense of who you are. 
But anybody that understands and has any pride about who they are knows that during formative years, there's something I need to get that's here, whether I like the people that have to give it to me or I want to go get it myself. I have to have this information because it helps me have a foundation, whatever's going on in school. But you obviously you weren't that person at that time because you didn't care. You didn't want to go to school, you didn't go. So what was your moment to realize that I need knowledge? I can't say that there was a moment. Um, it wasn't what you're gonna overcall it, the aha moment. I didn't I didn't have necessarily an aha moment. I I, I am a work in progress. So that being said, the things that I did when I was five years old resonate right now. So, I mean, some of those things, I mean, specifically at that age of high school, I was a knucklehead, like like most of us was in the 80s. But um, at the same time, you realize the knuckleheadness was out of not knowing. And I just went through. The one thing that I did know, and just me personally, I was going to be good. The most high and me got an agreement and as long as I do what's right, the most high will look out for me. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. So as long as I can live, as I can remember, part of me, I felt that way. So that being said, I, it wasn't a, oh, yo, you got to get it together because I was a wreck through college too. <laughs> so oh, it wasn't, it, it wasn't, it wasn't just in in uh, in high school, um, and and then even out of college, you know, it, I, I'm a work in progress. <laughs> Even some of the things I did last month. But anyway, um, that being said, sometimes it's not necessarily what you hear, it's who you hear it from. And I can say I was probably looking for someone who fit a mold to, to, to be able to, you know, show me some things or tell me some things. And the people who fit that mold was like, well, I'm going, you know what I'm saying, getting mine and I'm out. Or or it's all about me. You see what I'm saying? So those who, who like the, the cool dudes or the person who got the nice car, the person who's who's uh has a certain status that you like, those people aren't usually the ones giving back. Those usually ain't the ones mm-hmm. giving a damn. You see what I'm saying? So, so it's like when you look for things as a youngin, the things we're looking for are not necessarily in the people who are giving them to us if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. Okay. Okay. I mean, I don't know if I answered the question, but... um. Well, but the other perspective that I was looking for, because I wanted to hear from the horse's ass, I mean, horse's mouth, what, what that was, that mindset. So I needed that. <laughs> and then... And, and can we take a step back? Um, if these little bastards take my phone, I will hurt. <laughs> like, like, no, no. For, first of all, I, man, listen. <laughs> yeah, let, let, yeah. Let's go ahead and get the other side of the coin out of the way. Um. All right. Well, well, the, the other side of the coin. I, um, from from time to time, I look at people when they doing their um their phone calls. So, so I could see a, 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 a youngin doing that. You know what I mean? Because I do that sometimes myself as a grown-ass man. But you got to know not to touch nobody's property, man. Yo, what is wrong with you touching my stuff? 
and then you going through my stuff. And then you find something in there that you know you're not supposed to be looking at, and you got the audacity to take a picture. I'm beating all your ass. Oh, yeah, and I, I, I'm, I'm going to take this, this case or just whatever it is, this fire, and I'm going to take all that, and I'm, I'm going to be happy because I'm whooping all your ass. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I'm sure that that's one of the first things that went through her mind, but, yeah, but she could do that. But we appreciate you. For, um, all they ask. I'll be the kid. I ever told you that? I'll be the kid. We believe you. We believe you. Okay. <laughs> there, there was a post also on my page that um, I asked what are some random things that you want to talk about or sometimes think about or want to discuss this evening. So we have some of those random <laughs> things um, that we're going to talk about. So um, I'm going to, is this Taylor? Taylor says she wants to talk. And Imaj wants to talk. Hello, ladies. Hi, guys. Hola. Hey, how are you? How is everyone? We're good. How are you? I'm fine. Much better this week. Much better. I um I actually wanted to touch on something you guys were talking about earlier about um you know parents and and grandparents wanting to you know they feeling like they have to give up on the kids. Um, I think it 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 is a shame that they feel that way, and I don't think that there's enough information, there's not enough support out there for these parents and these guardians because I I have um, my brother that um, I adopted from my mom when my mom passed away. I have had behavioral issues with my little brother since I got him. It's been about three years, and I got so much flack because he, he winds up having to go to a residential center because of his behavior like it was just full-blown out of control and everyone made it seem like it was like I was giving up on him like you just trying to like throw him away you just want him out your house but that wasn't the case I had I had a system and there was nothing left for me to do I went through every avenue that was presented to me and nothing helped so I think if there's if there's actually, you know, different avenues and, and support systems and information out there for these parents, there's a way to figure out what to do. I think that there's not there's not enough support like within the community, there's not enough programs that deal with these type of things because not everything is a home situation. Not everything is just, I don't want to be in school situation. Everything is not always a, um, a mental health issue. Also, it, it, it's things that need to be addressed individually because it's easy to say, Oh, you're acting up in class. It must be something at home. Oh, you're acting up at home. It must be something at school. It's it's easy to say that, but 
it's not it's not just one thing and with when there's no information and there's no support system that's what makes the parents feel like they want to give up because there's nothing there's nothing out there to help them to figure out what the problem is i can follow that to a certain degree the reason why i say that not again every state is different down here you have you have student support teams that they mm-hmm. have created in that regard you have ieps you have different you have different things that are in place there's an in-house inside of this even inside of the alternative school that i have we have an in-house social worker that helps in terms of okay if if there might be something that can be a support system in terms of any services that they can provide for the parent in that regard as well. So mm-hmm. I've dealt with, you know, I'm dealing with exactly what you're talking about, and I've mm-hmm. got and I've seen those programs at work. Sometimes they work well, sometimes mm-hmm. they don't. It depends on how well the the parents are able to participate in the process is the word mm-hmm. that I'm looking for. Not necessarily that they won't do it. It's just a matter of the level that the level and the ability that they have to be able to participate in the programs that are available to them. And unfortunately, with a lot of the programs, some of them can be funded. Some of them are not. Some of them do mm-hmm. require some sort of funding on behalf of the parent. And if the mm-hmm. parent ain't got the money, it is what it is. Okay. I get you. I I I understand about the uh, um, IEP and everything else. Um, in Jersey, well, I'm not going to speak for all Jersey. I know in my little town of Orange, we they do IEPs. They do them every year, and they they set up services in the school. So if you have you know speech issues, you have maybe like once or twice a week you have speech or whatever the case may be, but it's I, I feel like it's not it, it could be more it could be more that can be done because I mean even now I'm fighting with the Board of Education because I need my brother's IEP from last year but what? they're 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 giving me the runaround and everything else about and why they won't give me this IEP and there's and, and they're part of the issue. And then it's like, but I, but I, I was there. I was there when he took the IEP. Like I, like I had to come with him to take the IEP, which means I had to bring the little folk with me to like sit and let him take this test. So I know that you have it, and they won't. They're they're doing everything else that they can do. They're like, well, we don't have it. We don't know what to tell you to do. We have one from like two years ago. And meanwhile, there's um, the residential that he's at. He's going to another residential because he didn't make any progress at the one he's at now. So there's still it's still you know it still holds. You know what I mean? Like it's still, it's. I feel like there's so much more that could be done because it's like it. The board of education. I'm fighting the board of education. I'm fighting the residential where he's going, and I'm fighting the residential where he's coming from. And it's like it's 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 so many gaps, and it's like you know it it makes you feel like you want to give up. But I can't I can't do that to him because if I do that, then He's not learning anything. He's not changing anything, and nothing's happening because to him, all it means is that oh, I get to go home, and the worst that's going to happen is that 
I'm going to go to the hospital. And that's it. And then I get to go back home. And then I get to do the same thing again. And then I get to go back home. Not true enough. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, it's not, they're not, it, it's not that he's, it's not that he's a bad kid. My little brother's not bad at all. But he has things that he needs to deal with that I can't do for him that he has to learn how to do on his own. So I I think that there's, I, I, I wish that all states were equal and they all had the same as far as help and you know, outreach for these parents and guardians and grandparents and whoever of these children. Because I think that would be, that, that's where it starts. Because if the parent doesn't know, the kid damn sure not going to know. They're, they're not, and it's it's going to be it's going to be a never-ending cycle. It's this never going to stop because the kids going to keep testing the water, keep testing the water, keep test, testing the water. The parents only going to get angry and angrier and resentful. So nothing is going to change. True. That's just my little take on it. <laughs> no worries, darling. I know where you're coming from. Yeah, I mean, and. You have to understand that it's a system. And when we start talking about systems in America, can't you start to categorize and liken them one unto another? And what are their intentions, really? What, how does that really affect people? It's another system. So how do we work with within a system but outside of it? Mm-hmm. That's and, not the, you know. That's I mean, is that even a realistic question? Because it's not how you will; it's how they will work you while you're inside of it, trying to work outside of it. The, you know what I'm saying? The, I, I, I would think the thing is, I don't you know, know. Get your legs underneath you and get our own system. That's what I would I will, think. But the then you still, but you're still gonna have to work within the system once you're there. <laughs> I mean, and what I'm saying is. One of the handicaps that we are often, um, and I'm generalizing, but one of the handicaps that I see us, because that's where I work, I work with us, that I see us always affected by is we have a problem care of our own mental stability. We have a problem with yes. that, you know what, I have an emotional problem and I need to go talk to somebody to help me get mm-hmm. my mind together. But we get in the system, and the system says, oh, I'll give you a check if you'll go sit over and talk to that person with credentials once a month. I'll give you a check for it. And we do it. And that person with credentials is just fulfilling a job. You are just another number, case number, pound number. They have a lot of them. And maybe some of them have a genuine concern for you, and some of them don't. They're just doing their job. And Mm -hmm. it's just a totally different quality of service when you get to go pick who you want to work with and you get to rely on that relationship being something to help you pull yourself up. And it never always is a problem for me that 
the, the, the validation doesn't come unless the system says, go do that. Now, you can come into my classroom or my office and say, I'm having a hard time with my child because these things have happened in my family. And we're having a hard time because they're emotional things. But I can say to you, for one, let's start with counseling. Let's start with pulling that out, whatever that is in there. Just understand. Just listen to the kids. But maybe they don't want to talk to you as a parent. So let's go get them somebody to talk to. And I can say that to you before you have a paper trail. You hear me and walk out and go, I'm not doing this. You're not crazy. I don't need no help. And then we come back on this cycle of you're in trouble, he's in trouble, she's in trouble, they're in trouble, they're in trouble. Guess what? We're going to start paperwork on your child because we see a pattern. One of the first things they're going to have to do is go talk to this person. Same thing I told you well before trouble came. Now you have to do it in order to satisfy the criteria where they're about to categorize your child for the next, you know, seven years of education. And I just, that's one of the things that irks me the most. Because if you cannot emotionally talk to your kids, then somebody can. There is somebody that can do that. But while a child is running around this campus getting in trouble with $200 tennis shoes on, the session to talk to this counselor only costs 400 for six sessions. We rather spend it on the shoe. And not, I said, I'm generalizing, but it happens so often, it's becoming a pattern. Mm-hmm. So, those are the things that we can do without having to do within the system. We can fix that without having a system to tell us how to govern our children. But when we would much rather listen, and, and you know, I have issues. And I'm not going to say I don't, so I'm, not, I'm trying not to say certain things this evening. But certain people can tell us what's right, and we go, they right, we're going to do that. But we can't tell each other what's right. I have an issue with that. It sounds really good when it's coming from this other side, and they're saying the same thing, but they don't mean any good. They just want to continue their system for whatever reasons they have. Mm-hmm. But somebody that's looking at this system and how it's doing, kids, is telling you don't <clears throat> don't take the first step over there because once you set foot on that side, it's not about your kid anymore. But I'm trying to tell you, let's do this. It's all about your kid, and you don't ever have to enter that system. And that's the issue that I have with us a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, from I, my I absolutely my agree. And what I see. And it's sad. Now, I mean, I can sit with a parent, and, and I, I can't have parents to say, wow, you got my kid to do this, or you got my kid to say that, and I can't even get into that. Well, let's talk about why. Come on, let's mm-hmm. sit down and talk about why. Me, you, and your kid. Because obviously y'all don't have good conversations, so let's have some. Well, let's some understanding. No, I don't have time. We got football practice anyway. Okay, never mind. Obviously, I'm concerned about the wrong thing. Until they're forced to have this conversation, but that third party 
isn't concerned about that kid. So, okay, we got some other topics that we actually were supposed to talk about. So, <laughs> like, and I, I, mean, all, I, I was wondering how long she was going to be on the soapbox, but I was, I was with shut you. Shut up, because you are the soapbox too. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Get on my nerves. All right, we have some other ones that are not as serious. So, okay, here we go. Like I said, I had a post, so I asked people, so I'm going to go through some of these. All right, this one's from Stephanie, who's one of my friends. She says, mine is not that deep. Her topic that she wonders, her random topic she wonders about is not that deep. I sometimes randomly wonder what my dog thinks after I've had company in quotation marks. He looks at me funny. So that was when we got to the question about your pets and how do your pets feel when you do the nasty? Anybody have pets? My pet can't be in the room when I'm doing the nasty. I well, feel some type of way with an audience. What is your pet? Huh? What is your pet? When I do my thing, whatever my thing is. Is it a cat, a dog, an iguana, a billy goat? Like, what? I mean, what? what, 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 what? <laughs> this nigga said a billy goat. <laughs> when I mean, I, a, a dog. A dog, okay. I have a because dog. I have a cat. I have, see, I have you a cat. have a what? I have a cat. You got a cat. Ron, you shouldn't have a cat. That's so he can all, always say he's got he's got pussy. That's what that is. No, 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 no. My cat, as long as I don't have I any mice in my house, my cat can stay and I will see him. <clears throat> the moment I see a mouse, my cat got to go. There we go. Maybe that's the only time he can get, it's like on the regular. I have, I get it on the regular. That's what that is, right? You trying to say you trying to say my cat's my pussy? I get pussy on the regular for my cat? Is that what you trying to insinuate? No, the other day I was on my Facebook and this lady was getting her hoo ha ate by her cat. Like, yeah. like her cat was getting ate like by her cat, and that was so nasty. I was like, what the? Where did this come from? Why is it on my Facebook? I just felt the cat like Oh my lord! Did Ron post that? I don't know who posted that crap, but it was nasty. And it actually caught me off guard because we were in the middle of the Friday night cab. And I why said, didn't you just say I, no? No, why didn't you just say no? Because you know goddamn right I didn't post it. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. I don't know who knows. If she asked you a specific question, just say no. <laughs> well, you're the wow. one that's, like, got a cat. We're just making sure... And, and I don't know, you know, it, 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 that was, it was Ron, a light one. it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your cat is? Probably licking a cat. Oh. Oh, so done. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> yeah, this one just went left. Yeah, it went left. Absolutely. Okay. I feel like my pet should not be. So you were watching it, too? You were watching it? Ron, you were watching it. How do you know it was left? What? 
I'm trying All to right. figure out what the hell is. Huh? Right, right, right. Ooh. I'm lost. But but that's okay. It's me. It's all me. It's all me. It's no, all you. It's all you. She's the one you. that was looking at the cat, like cat. But, but no, I was no. Okay. It wasn't that I was looking at it. I was on my Facebook page. I was. We were in the middle of a Friday night cap, and Taylor might even remember saying, hearing me say, "Ew, what the fuck is this?" Like I literally said it in the middle of our show. So oh my that kind of gangster. That was kind of gangster. Yeah. That was gangster kind of but that's how she said it. That's how she said it in the middle of the show. Thomas is talking about whatever Thomas was talking about, and all of a sudden you just hear like you just hear her say, "What the fuck is this shit?" And I'm like, "Okay, well, I mean, Thomas was talking. Like, are you?" So I message wow. her and I'm like, "Are you feeling some type of way about what Thomas is saying?" <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, until now she didn't know what exactly I was looking at, but I was like, what the? it was just so terrible. But yeah, that's some okay. real stuff. But it was on white people shit, and it was nasty. Um, you can't say that. You can't say that on the show. Oh, sorry. What that it was that nasty or, or it was white people bad. shit? What can you say so I know not to say it? <laughs> that it was that it was the that it was the vanilla people stuff. That's what she's not supposed to say. I am only simply repeating what Dee said. That's what that's what that's what Shamor was trying to say before about the other people. She was talking about the vanilla people. Oh, oh. One, you didn't have to go under the bus like that. You can't say vanilla. Wow, you can't say vanilla people while the kids on the air. That's not the same thing either. <laughs> nope. You know, but, oh, goodness. Okay, well, the the Caucasian right. people is she what. my cousins. My cousins, they do that stuff. They nasty. Look, we don't okay. need any help from you. You know what? DB's terrible. DB's, no help. No help. He's doing worse. Terrible, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but I, I okay, think, okay, I'm moving on to the next comment on, on the post. Moving on. Yeah. This is for Ron. Yeah. Ron the conspiracy theorist. Um, what were you going to say about white people's shit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shut the damn show down myself. Oh, my <laughs> God. Okay, I'm here sorry, we go. Continue. Yes, ma'am. Please stop being a butt. Okay. Capo wants to know, and this is for your conspiracy theorist mind. He wants to know how, and he said, in the Sam Hill, do they take such great pictures in space and their cameras don't have a flash? How do they know? How does he know that they camera ain't got no flash? Well, maybe he looked it up. I don't know. So, I mean, until we can get confirmation that it's even a valid question, I don't think you should ask it. How about that? <laughs> no, that's why. Like, I know you have conspiracy in- theories all the time. All right. All right, first, what you're not going to do is you're not going to minimize my thinking and my, 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 my cognitive thinking and my critical thinking and make it seem like that it is conspiracy theorists. That is not what it is. I just, you know, I'm not smart. I'm just not stupid. That being said, um, 
I don't know how the hell they take pictures in space. I ain't never been in space. I look like goddamn Buzz Aldridge or one of them goddamn. I don't know about that. Why don't you ask me about some white people shit? Why don't you do that? You know what? Every time you say that phrase, I'm taking money out your check. Shit. <laughs> you ain't threatening me. Okay. Okay. But Ronnie's questions are for real because they're on her post. They're on her post. These are for real because I, I question you. I'm not making this These ain't real. It's really here. This is really here. I mean, it's not, uh, listen, you don't have to be a conspiracy theorist to, you know, connect certain dots. Now, when you start going off the deep end, you know, that's, that's, well, that's crazy. Well, I'm waiting you on you to say, I'm waiting on you to say that they're really not in space and that they should just sell us this fact that they're in space and really they're not and they make us believe it. See, I'm waiting on you to go all... No, but they I've actually seen a spaceship angry. before. I've seen a spaceship, so I know that that, that that there's some life out there, and that we've probably been out there too. Um, that that's not, not no, they're actually out there. Hey, Ryan, you've been probed. You didn't share. All right. First of all, first of all, we're gonna stop that. We're gonna stop that. That's not gonna even be a, a, a topic that we touch. Um, probe or um, any other thing. We're not gonna even talk about nonsense. Probe. How is no. it? So when they probe you, do they dig the area or you know how do you how do they, they just do. enter? How do they enter the tight spots? Whoa, 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 whoa! That don't even sound right. That don't sound right. And I'm going to need you to stop it. No. Do they numb it? Do they numb it? With the booty, though. Do they numb it? I I wouldn't know. I can't answer that. I I have no reservoir of knowledge about that. Do they just treat you like a cat and have, like, a ball of yarn in front of you and then... You mean you you want to know if they're treating me like a Carolina kitty? Is that what you want to know? (laughs) Whoa. Is, 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 is that what you're asking me? Is that what you're asking me? Oh, time is now. So now you don't have nothing slick to say, right? Oh, your slick shit is going out the window. What are you talking about? You seem so uh-huh. unhappy right now. Moving on no, to the I'm next time. Because y'all was talking about me in the beginning, talking about my mama work nights and I'm in alternative school and I ain't going to grow up to be shit. Y'all was talking about me. I, I can read between the lines. Nobody said that. You listen to the show again. I never said you wasn't going to be shit. You got to stop it. Anyway, but you ain't shit right now. Anyway. You do right by me. I know. <laughs> All right. Now, Tara said she wants, she always wonders, has the struggle always been real or did it just happen when we became adults? What is the? I have questions. Uh, what is the struggle? I mean, I, I need to understand that because um, I don't we, have a struggle. Again, we have to we have to generalize because Tara's not here. I uh, would think that <laughs> she means everything that is hard to, to to overcome or to deal with as an adult that you didn't have to deal with as a kid. All right, um, I would think we need more clear questions. Shut up. We need from these people. We need more clear questions. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to. Your questions were terrible. 
I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to ask you to mute your mic. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't have to go with my first mind. My first mind says, yes, the struggle has always been real. I remember my mom struggling and my mom and dad struggling and everything wasn't easy. And right, so, exactly. As a kid, you'd be hungry sometimes. Yeah, you don't I mean, get that toy you want. Like, right. Mom said, we ain't getting that. You ain't getting that. I remember the struggle for me as a kid started in the parking lot. When we go in this store, don't you ask for shit. I know exactly what I'm going in here to get, and I ain't getting nothing other than that. Just push the back. Oh, that's what and the struggle if you is. Hit, if you hit my heels, it's on. I remember that. I remember that. Maybe I have oh. issues. I got. I have some complexes. It's okay. I'll live with them. Um... You know, it's funny, it, me and my mother never had conversations like that. It, it, it was just inferred that we was broke and they had like seven, eight dollars. So why would I even ask for something? I don't know. Oh. I, I don't know. And my mom would say it, but we didn't ask for stuff anyway because the yeah. places that she was going, that like if we went to the grocery store, we knew she was going to buy stuff that we were going to eat. We're not going to ask for anything. She's going to get us what we typically eat, being that I have food allergies, my brother's picky, we don't eat a whole lot of things. So we didn't y'all have never ask but, before y'all went in the in the Kmart. Y'all never say, Kmart. Oh, Kmart, I'm a no. one. Oh, I'm all sorry. Right, first of all, you're going to have to get out of Mayberry. Get out of Mayberry. We ain't have no Kmart in New York. I know y'all have Walmart, but the hell is different. Walmart has not always been around. I don't remember Walmart when okay, I was younger. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. What's the, but what's the difference we in a Walmart and a Kmart? Penny. We went to see Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are y'all really going to sit here and talk about the name? It's a freaking store. And you knew when y'all went to that store, you were going to ask your mom for purple socks because your homegirl had purple socks and you wanted purple socks. And your mama said, don't ask me for shit. I'm going here to get what's on my list, and that's it. Y'all know y'all had those moments. Quit playing. Quit playing. You make your mother sound real mean. That's not nice. She wouldn't say it to me and my brother. She would say it to my god brother and my god sister if they were along with us because they would ask for stuff. But me and my brother, we didn't really ask for that because we knew what P. Reed was going to get. We knew exactly not to ask her because my mother was in the military. You don't ask a whole bunch of questions. You do what you're told. And it doesn't matter. So, so y'all, see, so that's, that's the same thing. Y'all mom told y'all that from birth. Y'all, like, came out, and she was like, don't ever ask me for shit. I'm going to tell you what you said did. said it one time, and that, that was it. Exactly. <laughs> she said when I was three months time. old. Okay, so I get it. That's the only difference. What do you say? That's the only difference right there. But y'all knew. It was the unspoken rule. I got so it. So, in other words, you were hard-headed, and it had to be repeated to you? Is that what you're saying? No, no, I wasn't hard-headed. I just thought things were different sometimes. Like, you know what? The lights is on and stuff. Maybe we got a little extra change. Hey, maybe I can get those purple socks this week. That's all I'm saying. Things change. Have you talked to your therapist about these purple socks? This is the third time you brought them damn purple socks up. I'm going to send you some purple socks, and they're going to be cute, too. <laughs> oh, that was just an example. 
That's all. Hmm. The same example three times? I think not. And I'm a conspiracy theorist. I know. Anyway. You are. You are. That's a conspiracy right there. Okay, next comment. Next comment. How would your life be different if you had gotten married? Or if you're married, how would your life, or if you've ever been married, how would your life have been different if you've never gotten married? Um, I'm not married. Um, my life is funny as shit right now. Um, but what if you were married? What if you got married? If I got married, I think my life would be a little bit different. I wouldn't, I think I probably wouldn't be, you know, so willy-nilly of being on the road as much because, like, the last few weeks, I feel like I've been living out my suitcase. So I would have a more of a downtime. So I probably would switch that up because I would want to be home and be with him and be with our little family and do little family things. But right now I got to eat, and my kid needs clothes for school, so we got to go do this. So, yeah. But I ain't married, and these niggas ain't, oh, sorry, sorry, these hoes ain't loyal, and they out here smashing side box. Just oh, just mute her. Just mute her, cause this is going way. Just mute her. Just mute. This, this is not going well. No, do tell. Do tell. Do tell. Okay, Please. so okay, so here's the thing, right? Oh, there, there was there there was this guy, okay, and she, you know, they were hanging out or whatever. But I guess he decided that she wasn't his cup of tea anymore. So. It's not even that sucks. I still a cup of tea, but he just wanted to drink something different, and he picked the wrong potion. That's all okay. I mean. So now the girl, the 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 other one, like we have discovered that she has a case of thoughtism, and she's the thought ambassador of mm. the United Thought Nation. So <laughs> this is why, yeah, she, yeah. Just, it's just a mess. Yeah, like she, she, like, mm mm-hmm, like it's real. Like she, mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think people shouldn't, I I drink. You know, everybody knows I am a drinker. Um, I am, me and Jose and Patron, our friends, we, and we had a good time over the weekend. Um, It was a lot of stuff going on, very busy, work, you know, celebrated birthdays. Um, It's just that. You know, you have to be choosy. Like, when you're drinking, people tend to lose a lot of themselves. And I may have been drinking, but I don't lose my sense of things that are around me. I'm very alert when I've been drinking because 
I need you to understand that I don't mess with no bucket, meaning that I don't mess with no not as cute people, male <laughs> or female. Um, and if you bring me one, I'm going to tell you, no, that thing is not going anywhere near me. I'm sorry. At first, I don't do random anything. So it's like, Mm-mm-mm. and I, this. I told advice. y'all to mute her. I told I told y'all to mute her. I don't know why nobody listened to me. I just because <laughs> I said wanted that. to hear what I was gonna say. Um, so just thought, but I mean, and then when she has to walk, take the walk of shame, she wants to ice grill me. Like, why are you grilling me? You're the thought in this, not me, because. I went back to where I was supposed to be. I had a good night's sleep. Yes, I woke up as Erling saying that Jose and Patron are a horrible couple and they need to break up next week with me. But, you know, it is what it is. So that's why I was like, how do you deal with people who play with your emotions? Like, I don't have time to play with nobody's grown-ass son. I ain't got time for that. I got stuff to do. I got money to make. I ain't got time. So that's why I said right now it's good that I'm not married. It's good. My life is funny at this time. Awesome. You enjoy yourself. Go get a shot of penicillin in your ass, and I'll talk to you next time. All right, so let me see if I got this straight. Let me see if I got this straight. And, 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 and that is, again, uh, that is the world. So, right. I just said, I just said the mute. So, so you out with homie, you know what I'm saying, you and yeah, 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 chilling, you're getting there. Oh, throw one back. Bang, getting drunk. Um, he said, oh, shit, look at her over there at 9 o'clock. I like her over there at 9 o'clock. You over here, I'm throwing shots back at 3 o'clock. I'll see you later. And he went over there to 9 o'clock, and did 9 o'clock try to give you shade as they was leaving out? Is, is that basically what happened? It's not even that it's shade. Like, even the next day, I see you. We're, hot, we're kicking it up. We're having a good laugh. We're talking about Look at your hoe. You brought your hoe home. Look at her. She's not that cute. And then you want to say, oh, you kissed the girl in the club. No, I didn't because, you know, if I kissed the girl in the club, my bra would be bad. Look what you brought home. That bra needs a biscuit. Get on by my face. Oh, my goodness. I just told you. So so he ended up getting something tonight. He smashed smashed the thought box. Was he going to get some from you? Was was you going to give him some? Oh, I was too drunk. I was too drunk. I had been drinking all day. You, you know she answered the question, right? She said no <laughs> first, right? Oh, okay, okay, she okay, said, okay. Mm-mm. She said, mm-mm, no, I had been drinking all day. I was too drunk. She said that okay. first. My bad, my, my, my bad. I apologize. I was just thinking that he's you He's actually win going somewhere with this, y'all. He's actually going somewhere with this. Okay, no, go. So he, won. so he won then. So he so he, he said, I'm over here with you, and I'm realizing you're not going to give me none. Her over there, she looks like she may give me some. Let me go get some. He sounds like a winner. He may have won to something, but he your consolation prize is a cootie. Hey, that's my No, you don't like that consolation. What? That's that's the consolation prize, a cootie. Oh no, that's not good. A possible <laughs> one because the next day you ask me what happened. Now I have to be your eyes and your ears because you have to ask me what happened. Why didn't mm. I? Wake up beside you. Nah, that's not understand. what happened. He just trying understand. to smoke it out so he can get back in your good graces. He knows exactly what happened. Mm-mm. Don't listen to that Mm-mm. bullshit. Oh, 
I ain't tell him what happened. I just said, good luck to you. Trust me, he know. He, he don't got to tell him he know. You remember? Hey. So, Ron, um, yes, for your, I got a question mm-hmm. for you. This is just random off the top. So, um, for your young lady that we're looking for, for the um, dating game, um, characteristics-wise. The lies breaking now, up. The lies. <laughs> So, what if she has that that um nose ring that looks like a bull ring? Excuse me. Is it okay for her? Like, have you ever seen the women with the nose rings that look like it's the ring that a bull might have in its nose? It looks like a horseshoe in their nose. Is she from Fiji? No, she's from the Mac. She's from the continent of the United States. Well, you said she had a bone in her nose. What did you say? <laughs> I said. <laughs> oh, no, he did not say that. Oh, he yeah. is conversation. Shamar and Taylor, y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Like the little ring yes. in the nose it's where a, it looks like it's a bowl or whatever. It's a hoop. And it's a hoop. It's a hoop across the, the, the fleshy part of the, what, the, that creates the spectrum of the nose. I am a boy. I'm not necessarily, you know, I don't necessarily judge a woman by the way a woman accessorizes. You know, I know this, y'all, y'all all have your own individual no, styles like, okay and things of that nature. That's and that's a beautiful asking. thing. Is it okay? No, no, no. Is it, it's a beautiful thing if if a woman so happens to have one of those. Oh, she wears so wrong well. data size. What was that? Wow, that went terribly wrong. That's not what made her a thought. That's not just because she has a nose ring. I told you she had the thought ambassador hairdo though, and I gave Wait, you. I'm stop. I'm gonna stop you guys right now. And I have to say this because. My bones are telling me to say this to Imaj. Imaj, I know that you're in a very emotional place with this situation, but stop for a second. Hold on. Stop for a second. Think about who you just asked advice of. It's Ron. <laughs> no, no. Originally, you asked Ron for, for a professional opinion of what she might not allow ready. him to tie her up and he might let her tie up his ankles. You'll never know. That's why I was asking. You are, I'm trying to you're gonna. I'm telling you this because when you are fine in a month or two, you're gonna listen to the archives and you're gonna say that Pepper Shamor let me try to agree with Ron on the air and make him sound as if he has a valid point and his brain functions normally. And I'm gonna say, hey, oh wait, I tried to make you step away from the Ron, and you wouldn't. And I, I cannot let this go on. I cannot. Okay. I cannot. I cannot. I, I cannot allow you to ask Ron anything that requires normality. I cannot. This so you started the show over. off talking about me. You end the show off talking about me. This fucking bullshit. This fucking, it, I, no doubt. No doubt. I see what this is about. 
She would hate herself next month. This is, this is what you call a hostile work environment. That's what you call this. No. Juan, do you feel threatened in this work environment? Hell no. I'm about to call my counselor. Call them, because you need to call them last week, the week before last. Because I'm, I'm, I'm just getting more and more That's evidence. This is ridiculous. Better. This is ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's, it's week after week. You talk about me. You're pimping and you're pandering me. You're doing all kind of things. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how much self-respect I have left. Hey, Ron. You have a lot. Hey, Ron. You know what? You know what, Ron? Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> I'm just saying. See, now you wait for Shakira to leave before you pull out the, 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 the damn the push buttons and the, the sound effects. Oh, God. Lord have mercy. Oh, God. And I know Shakira. Oh, damn. <laughs> I swear well, to God. That's Shakira. That's Good Lord. <laughs> I'm sure he will appreciate you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I know all the like damn buttons you be pressing. He don't, he don't like them <laughs> buttons. I know he don't like them. He's damn sound effect guys. That's why I waited and I let him be gone before I, I gave you a little bit, a little dose of sound effects. I figured, I figured as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That all right, funny. guys. I needed that laugh. Unfortunately... We have come to the end of the show, and no, it's fortunate. Yeah, no, it's, no, I mean, I was enjoying this time together. But we have we have um, people, um, we have guests that will be with us in the next coming weeks. So we will have some more structured conversation. Um, we should have one next Wednesday, but if that person is not available. Um, we will finish off this random because I have some post. I mean, have some comments left on posts that we didn't address. So we will finish off our random night of conversation. Girl. Okay. And we will leave the thought boxes off of the next one. Um. So okay. We're gonna say good night. We're gonna say good night. So next week, if we don't have a guest, we can talk about white people shit. Oh God. <laughs> When I go home, paycheck gonna be gone. Mm. <laughs> and he did a little room flash, really? It's really good. I tried to save your paycheck. <laughs> well, yeah. Have a good night, everybody. I can't even get my thing. Good night, everybody. Have a great rest <laughs> of your Wednesday. <laughs> See you next week. Ah.